0: You are now tuned in. Let's go Welcome to the Queen of the Trap podcast. Class and session, bitches
1: what's popping everybody you know who it is it's your man's favorite dj dj k dev here host of the queen of the trap podcast and i am here with an exclusive one-on-one interview once again episode 33 and today's guest is element j what's going on element j how Yo, are you how are
0: we feeling i'm feeling great happy to be here thank you for having me
1: you're very welcome man. i'm glad to have you on my show oh, yeah. i'm glad that you guys reached out and wanted to come on my platform and my podcast yes now um so your your name is element j where are you from
0: so born and raised in long island moved around long island my whole life Um, my actual name is jordan so that's where the j and element j comes from
1: okay i was gonna ask a lot of people don't like to you know say their government so Uh, so that's
0: Jordan. i don't care about jordan you know jordan's fine they can know that okay yeah
1: all right so you grew up on long island you were on long island your whole life
0: Pretty much, yeah. I was born in Plainview. And then I lived out there for a little bit. And then I actually ended up moving to Canada for a little bit for like oh, six months, came back, uh, moved to Michigan for like three months, came back, and then different parts of like Nassau County, Long Island. Then I moved into Suffolk County, lived in Medford for most of my life. That was like my childhood year. So like second to 10th grade. And then after that, transferred to Bellport. And then i was in belport and now i'm in wanton so yeah okay all right so <laughs> all so
1: as a long islander let me ask you this first uh yeah. do you like nassau or suffolk better
0: uh i like i like the way suffolk has more like open land and it's like more nature and more trees and stuff okay. but there's certain parts of nassau that are kind of like more fun i guess just because yes. there's more things to do but i would say because n- they're
1: closer to the city
0: that but i would honestly say though like suffolk has my heart and, like, out by the beaches and shit.
1: I think we're like, honestly Hamptons, deprived like, out here, to be got, to be I quite so. honest. Yeah, like, like, we don't have enough food spots. We don't have yeah. enough, st- like, we have more studios and stuff like that than NASA. Recording up, studios? Yeah. You think so? I think we do. No, nah,
0: there's no way. Ooh. Because we're scattered out. Like, imagine how many recording studios are in NASA that we have no idea about.
1: That's true. They might
0: be professional or not, but, like, I feel like there's probably so many out there. Because they're just naturally it's more congested towns but i don't
1: know i think we have really good studios and i want to just shout out so sinker swim studios right now because they God, are Sink running this studios. today thank you guys so um what was life growing up for you like what was it like growing up on long mm-hmm. island did you go to college um did you finish high school family
0: yeah so i grew up a pretty regular childhood i wasn't born into like any crazy conditions uh, my parents got divorced in twenty two thousand five, 2005 um, so that was like kind of a change and stuff I was like too young at the time though to really yeah. know what was going on so it didn't affect me that much I was like three maybe four years old but yeah I grew up regular childhood um I lived with my mom I'd visit my dad uh small house nothing crazy um
1: did you uh, what are what your hobbies? What kind of hobbies
0: growing up and shit? Yeah. Like, did
1: you play any sports or okay, anything yeah, like that? So,
0: well, the music was there. That was the one thing music okay. was there. Um, I loved skateboarding. I liked scootering, going to the skate okay. park and shit like that. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. I was just a regular kid doing like regular kid stuff. And mm. I found music and stuff and then music inspired me. And that the music was like what set my soul on fire at a young age. Yeah, um, I, I was yeah. just
1: going to ask you about that. So, like, um, at what age? um did you really start like well first of all what kind of music did you um listen to growing up
0: i grew up listening to rock music actually
1: what yeah, and, and you're a rapper
0: i'll tell you so hold I, on because i was born in Plainview, so okay. like i went to like old beth page and like elementary school things like that for a little bit it was a little bit of a different energy out there the yeah. kids were different people they were listening to more like pop and alternative and rock and stuff yeah. like that so that's just kind of what i grew up on my mom's boyfriend at the time was a drummer And I saw him playing the drums. He showed me a video one time and uh, just something about it was just so sick to me. So I was like, I got a drum set for my birthday that following Christmas. I'm a Christmas baby.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. Christmas is one of my favorite holidays.
0: It's such a happy holiday, it's really. It, good, you know?
1: <laughs> it's not always happy holidays, of, but yeah, no, But the the whole meaning of Christmas and yeah. the snow and it's the just decoration. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's
0: a happy time of year. It's the
1: most wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I got a drum set and I started playing the drums and, um, that's how that happened. It wasn't until I moved out into Medford, into Suffolk County, that I found out about hip-hop and rap music. Because out here, that's what everybody was listening to. Okay. They weren't listening to so much rock and yeah. stuff. And then, So then I transitioned and, like... Rap music and the production of it and everything just was like so crazy to me. I was like, yeah. yo, this is the wave. No, I can totally relate <laughs> to you
1: with that way. I before we were even doing this, um, yeah. you know, I was explaining the Omniville musical, and mm-hmm. that's how I, you know, discovered a lot of Long Island artists because yeah. I personally didn't know neither. I knew the DJs I grew up on and yeah. and you know mixtapes and stuff like that. So it's it's nice to hear that other people from you know where we're from don't have they're not so stuck in one sort of sound yeah so i like that
0: yeah i was i was versatile growing up i can even talk more about that too like yeah um so it was the drums and then it was the cello in elementary school when i moved out into medford And then when I discovered like hip hop and rap music and stuff, I would just like my dad had like the Yamaha keyboards back in the day.
1: Oh yeah, like the big, yeah, chunky the ones, big and ones.
0: And then they had like the analog drum kits. They had all the piano sounds, strings, like everything on there, all yeah. different presets. I would just go in there and I would play along to like 50 Cent and Acon and like shit that I used to listen to back in the day. And naturally, I would just pick up whether it was like doing the drums or it was like playing the keys, playing along to it. So that was that was kind of like my upbringing with the music. Also. Like I said, my dad's keyboard, so music was on his side of the family heavy. Yeah. His dad and my grandfather, I never met him, but he was in a band, like he did music and stuff. So the music was always there around. So that's kind of like how it was in my upbringing and how it kind of got into my life and in me, you know?
1: No, so um, going back a little bit to like growing up, what kind of um, jobs did you have growing up?
0: So I had a few, nothing too crazy. The, mo- the one I did for the longest, uh, I worked at a jewelry store. It was like a family-owned jewelry store. Okay. And I was in there all the time. I <laughs> got me that. some
1: jewelry. Yeah, yeah. Pull up. Shout
0: out A-plus jewelry and LA Jewelers. And oh. You know what I'm saying? Pull up. Uh, Yeah. So I was doing that. And then I worked at FedEx, and that was the worst job of my life. Oh, I, there, like,
1: I can only imagine.
0: Four months. This is like four years ago, going on five years ago. And that was hard fucking labor. That was like slave work. It was short shifts, four-hour shifts, five days a week. But, but the worst four hours of my your life. You're busting your ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: like, but did you have good benefits? At least, because yeah, that always—that always—that <laughs> always matters when it comes no, to fuck a job. No, that job
0: is horrible. That was like—that's the kind of job you need to have to make you realize, like, yo, I better like take control of my life and do what I want to do and be successful because I—I I cannot do this. Oh, I
1: really like that you said. that. It was that. like that, like
0: yeah, it was like just imagine like. 10 feet tall by 20 feet long trailers and like you're filling that shit with boxes for the bottom to the top the yeah. back to the front i know you it is like physical labor like you you're not going and to the you don't know how heavy they are
1: that. you still gotta go deliver that shit like well
0: i wasn't doing that so oh, I, we okay. were just loading them but it was crazy it's like you're getting avalanche my boxes falling down the fucking uh the belt and shit it was just horrible it was so oh, bad man. after that i was a busboy at an italian restaurant And that was fun because, like, some of my friends worked there and stuff, so it was just fun to do that. But I also wasn't fucking with that after a little bit. I always knew, like, I don't know. I got to find, like, I always knew I would have to find ways to sustain myself with my own income through doing what I like because, like, jobs would just drain my soul and my energy. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's just, like, a new thing of, like, this generation is, like, people don't want to work jobs and stuff because, not because maybe they are lazy and stuff, but a lot of people, they're just not passionate about what they're doing. They don't care about it and they're, They don't even realize they might be being called. Internet's crazy too. There's so many ways to make money online and just doing whatever you want, really. So exactly. So
1: I mean, it's a it's a great resourceful way that you know people at a younger age can make money now because you know look at us. We had to get working papers. We had to do all these things. But like you know, at the same time, we we know what we love and we still have to follow our passion and yeah. like and that's why I like you know I started the Queen of the Trap podcast because yeah. I was a nurse for six years and I'm like nah mm-hmm. like I really love music I love listening and to people and that's people's.
0: like good money too so and it's, it's like, great money it's well, not really always about the money like.
1: it's not always about the money and yeah. I and I could personally say that I have not made a lot of money being in this business you know starting off but yeah. I know that you know I'm working towards my goals and yeah, things are yeah. going to Absolutely, mm-hmm. take off even bigger. We're gonna make more money and stuff like that. It's just the so beginning. You know, it's these are just like the just beginning. beginning phases,
0: but we, still, we feel the energy of it being like we're doing it at that level because we can tap into it. You know what I'm saying? It keeps us going. So.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So now I did ask you what type of music you listened to growing up, but who would you say are some of your favorite artists?
0: Um, Is it right now?
1: Well, when you grew up. Like who were who were some of the people that you were listening to in like sixth, seventh grade?
0: lil wayne well i could even bring it back even earlier i'll bring it back to like third grade because like i was when i discovered hip-hop and rap music okay i was like eight years old and i was checking my email on yahoo because i was like for this video game i was playing whatever we all
1: remember the aim days and yahoo Uh, and god we're getting old
0: but uh (laughs) and i saw lil wayne featuring birdman pop bottles on the homepage. And I just clicked it. I didn't know what it was, and I just heard what I was hearing, and I was like, "Yo!" It's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" That is. What is, is this? You know, it's like the synths and the bass coming through and ate away. It was like, "Yo, this is crazy." So, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne for sure, and then I ended up finding like G Unit, so like 50 yep. Cent and um The Game, Fat Joe, Rick Ross back in the day. Ti was huge too. So we
1: have a lot of A-con. same rap people in common.
0: Yeah, like all the DJ Khaled songs. Mm-hmm. Ace Hood. I felt that Ace Hood really heavy too, actually. So, yeah, those are, like, my early influences, I would say.
1: We have a lot of same people in common. I mean, like, I grew up on mixtapes, so I was listening to all of those people, too. Um, Now, what kind of music would you say that you put out? Like, because you are very diverse. Yeah. You know, obviously, we just talked about you like rap. um, You like your hip-hop. You like your rap. You also grew up on rock. So what kind of sound would you say that you put out?
0: um uh, i would say it's mostly like a melodic hip-hop and rap sound even like with a touch of like a pop punk to it okay or an, an alternative pop um because i could definitely hop on like pop beats i can hop on B stuff like i did a mgk or not it was mgk it was a 24k golden open verse challenge and that was like kind of like an mgk vibe it was tr- yeah. produced by travis barker so like I did that. I can really, as long as it sounds good and it ignites my mind and my soul, I can just hop on it. Like, that'd be the best way to describe it. But like overall, I would say I'm definitely a more of a melodic, like uplifting sound to my artistry. So, yeah. Yeah. So
1: when (laughs) would you say that you put out your first record and what was your first record? If you remember, a lot of people don't remember. If you don't remember, it's okay.
0: So I was what I was gonna say was like my first official song that I dropped on streaming platforms. I'll bring it back even earlier. I think I was in fifth grade at the time. Okay. Because I found my old YouTube channel, Mr. Person eighty (laughs) ten. When this blows up, all my fans are gonna go look up Mr. Person eighty ten. That was my childhood YouTube channel, and I have weird videos on there doing weird little kid stuff, whatever. I made a little soundtrack to, on the Yamaha keyboard I was talking about. So like I played a melody out for like three minutes and then I played a counter, counter melody out for three minutes and then I did like the hi-hats. I had to do it all one by one because you couldn't quantize anything and you could not like loop anything. So you'd yeah. have to play it out with the metronome as on point you know, as you, you can.
1: Talk too, you know what okay? I'm saying?
0: I recorded it, so I just recorded myself doing that. I think it was just like on a little camcorder I had, I put it face down, so it was just a black screen and it would just pick it up the audio. And I uploaded that to YouTube as my first little soundtrack is what it was called. Mr. Person 8010. You'll even wow. see me with a long curly hair. hold on. My last video, that's me right there. Look, guys. <laughs> Yo, I'm so weak. Let me
1: not put. I'm not going to show it, but uh, no, show it's it. there. Yeah, it's you there.
0: It. Go tap in with that. Like,
1: Go tap in. Fuck with that's his first ever life. YouTube channel. That's awesome.
0: There's a video on there. It's called My First Little Soundtrack. And in the description, I even put like... Hey guys, this is my first time making like my first beat. I worked really hard in it. I hope you guys like it. And that's it's like awesome. 2009. And it was the same thing. There's like eight weights, there's hi hats, like little bells and shit. Like the fact
1: like that you crazy. even knew about that in fifth grade, like blows yeah. my mind because a lot of people don't know those terms yeah. and how to do those things. So yeah. that's mind blowing. I
0: appreciate that really. Cause like, honestly, since i picked up on music one thing i noticed besides just being a fast learner was that it was almost just like innate in me like yeah. when i picked up the drums it was like i kind of just knew what i was doing already after a little bit of doing it same thing with the keyboard when i started listening to rap music and i play along yeah like if i listen to a song for 30 seconds i'm hearing the notes and i would just sit i never sat down at a keyboard before but i just heard the notes and i just started doing it and i was able to locate them as That's a new music theory or something but i did it it was just like this innate intelligence that was in me that I knew how to pick up fast. So that was kind of like definitely an advantage for me as being able to learn fast and do shit like that at a young age.
1: See, I like that because I mean, I I was saying with myself too, like, I mean, I'm a DJ, but I didn't, I didn't become a DJ till I got older. I always had an ear for music, but I wasn't Mm. that skilled Mm. as far as knowing how to do that. And I played instruments my whole life as well, but the fact that you knew the terms, the lingos, and how to go about it, and you just adapted, that's amazing. I appreciate that. That, And now, do you, um, speeding up a little bit and then going back, um, do you put out your own track? Like, do you make your own beats and stuff like that?
0: Um, I self-produce pretty much everything. The only songs that are not produced by me is Beyond Myself and Stuck in a Cycle. Those are my two newest songs. You can go fuck with them if you want. But, yeah, I started producing first uh, seven years ago. On FL Studio, because I was watching like Metro Boomin' and Southside and Sunny Digital. Know your whole music! Atlanta fucking scene, and I was watching all of them. And this is kind of like when I was kind of getting back in touch with my roots, I feel like with the music again and producing. Yeah. It was like 10th going into 11th grade. And then I got FL Studio and then just started making beats from there. And then a year later, I found my talent. Or I kind of, not found, I want to say I started not being afraid of my talent as a songwriter and as an artist and diving yeah. into that. And then started making my own song so my first song that i released was called time featuring uh someone i used to work with whatever but that was produced uh by me it wasn't mixed or mastered by me but it was produced by me and it was featuring a friend and that was 2018. and we actually did a song before that in 2017 so
1: nice yeah. very nice while, you know? now um so mm-hmm. you you've been doing this for a while um how Who are some artists that you work with or people in the industry that you worked with Mm -hmm. um, that maybe none of us actually know about? Because I personally, I I don't know who you worked with, Mm -hmm. but you're naming a lot of people. You know your music. You know your music. So... Mm -hmm. Anybody that you've worked with,
0: like locally, like people I grew up with, like
1: anybody. I know we were talking about Drewski earlier. Shout out to shout, shout out, out to the DJ new Druski. movement, Facts. DJ Drewski, Scotty Heff, Candice. You already know the vibes. Yeah,
0: that's a. I mean, that kind of stuff is just a little new for me. I kind of just started getting this stuff like that now, making bigger moves. um But as far as like people I've worked with, it was, it's mostly just been like friends that I grew up with or like that were around me in oh. school and stuff, doing the same thing uh shout out luke malaise shout out c7 shout out brian o'Shea they're all doing their thing they're from the same hometown as me we all went to Pat med medford if you know long island um as far as like doing i when i was producing i was reaching out to a lot of um engineers and artists to try to like get them my beats and stuff so yeah I was supposed to have something with like a boogie and Tory Lanez Ooh. allegedly from this guy who was an A and R and stuff, and he was like, "Yo, I probably got scammed. I don't know." He was like, "Give me two thousand dollars, I'll guarantee you get on a song with him, this and that." gave him the 2000 and he was like oh i can't guarantee it i could say i could try uh, though." and i was like nah. i mean if you give me another this much money then we could make this happen i'm like all right guys that's <laughs> why
1: we hire managers yeah. to work all that stuff out for us because that'd be a little yeah. crazy sometimes
0: i was sending d the flyest beast um i don't know if you guys know who that is d the Flies, he's an artist um like a few years ago and he was kind of starting to semi blow up and stuff uh, I sent him one beat, I tagged him on it on Instagram, and he was like, yo, it's fire, send it to me, and I was like, yo, let's go, but I, I think I might have fumbled the bag, because I kind of fanned out, and I was like, oh, he you answered." and We've... I posted it, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have done that, because then he didn't want to use the beat, but, yeah, for the most part, though, really, because I haven't really worked with that many big people, it's really just been, like, myself and the people around me, and just trying to be the person who makes it, and well, then naturally, organically make once my Once they that.
1: hear it, I mean, it's gonna blow up, man. Yeah. It definitely is. That time is coming. It definitely is. Oh, yeah. um, now, if there's anybody in this industry who is watching this right now that you would personally love to work with, who would those three people be?
0: Three people? Oh man, Jaleel! Shout out Jaleel, Jaleel! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who that. I don't know who that is. Oh, you gotta you gotta fuck with Jaleel. He's, okay, he's he honestly the vibe that he gives me, like he has his very. Strong, powerful, uplifting, very positive vibe to him. It's in his music, it's in his energy, it's in his aura. He's fucking dope. Um, so I would say him, and he almost gives me the vibe of like, he, I feel like he's going to be as big as like a Juice World or an X yeah. impact that he's about to have because he's already- I'm doing so glad
1: so that, hold on, pause. I'm so glad that you said that because when yeah. I heard your recent song that you just put out, yeah, that myself. is automatic, yes. Yeah. That is automatically what, how, and I was just telling management before you actually yeah. sat down with me, huh. that you sounded like a little oozy, like an XX, like that's what that sounded um, like.
0: All mashed up. Yeah. And it
1: was also mixed and masked very well I will appreciate tell you that, that. Yeah. I will tell it took you me that
0: years to learn how to uh, us
1: DJs appreciate that because we That's have to go by bit rates and BPMs yeah, right? and the sound <laughs> quality <laughs> so we appreciate when things are ma- and so when I heard that uh, I was like oh okay like he you know it's funny re- is that
0: that song like that was barely even mixed or mastered really it was barely mixed it actually wasn't even mixed at all I just had my vocal chain on it there's a, there's a little bit of harsh frequencies and syllabus or uh in it but I didn't take it out but want to listen yeah. back to it. But for the most part, it's like you're
1: going to notice your critiques. Yeah, Nobody yeah. else will ever notice it, but you will always notice yeah, it. I do that course. too as far as mixing and stuff like yeah. that. But um the mix
0: is almost never done. But yeah, I wanted <laughs> you, to you mention that. You got to decide done.
1: I definitely wanted to mention that. And also before I get into like the next things, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to connect you with I don't know if you've been over to Social Media House. I don't know if you've been I've over to yeah. um the Long Island Rap Radar, Sinker Swim Studios. These are all studios. Yeah, Sinker Swim. We were just there. Yeah, we, we we have fire engineers. We have fire like people who will mix and master yeah. the fuck out of your music. Like right. people you definitely want to work with. I'm always over at social media. That's somewhere I definitely want to connect you with. Also, dope, um, you know, I've been putting out a lot of Crutch Calhoun stuff. They're dropping an album next week. Dope. Mixed by Chameleon is a huge producer, engineer, he makes beats. He'll sit in the studio with you. Fire. The studio is fire. So i definitely like to connect you guys together as yeah. well. Yeah, cool. um, now getting into like some things that you have going on. You're well known on TikTok apparently. Now yeah. we were just having this TikTok conversation. DJK yes. Dev is not TikTok savvy. <laughs> she is learning. She this is account number five because you know they like to <laughs> they like to violate. Try is a charm. And yeah, exactly. Tip Tip charm. And you know what? You gotta keep trying. So yeah, what? um how did you start blowing up on TikTok? What made you get into it?
0: Yeah, uh, well, I knew that that was the wave, and I was like, I need to stop being the guy who thinks he's too cool for TikTok slash musically, whatever it was at the time, because mm. um, I had that same mindset, like, oh, I'm not a dancer, I don't do this, I'm not a TikToker, but it's like, no, it's not that. It's just a social media platform. Yeah, and the discovery on there is insane. Like, you're not gonna really blow up on there, like any other platform. Maybe with Reels now, it's a little different, YouTube Shorts, but TikTok is still like the one that's like, it, it's the most accessible as far as being able to, like, get that exposure easily. Yeah. So it was during the pandemic and, you know, the whole world shutting down. And I'm like, or it was like, yeah, it was like, I think it was a little either right before or right after. And I was like, I think, like, it's time to do this right now. If I'm not going to do it now, when am I going to do it when I have all this time? So I started posting four to five videos a day around things that are within my niche or within my brand and what I do. So that's just like... Spiritual stuff, woke stuff, like uplifting messages, positive messages, motivational messages, music, everything that I'm doing, and four to five videos a day. Nothing was happening right away, but then after two weeks, I think I got my first viral video, and it was like a, it was a skit. I was doing like comedy stuff too, so I was doing like comedy skits in the studio, like when rappers are late to the st- to the studio. Or oh, like I
1: love watching those things. How
0: SoundCloud rappers be in the studio and like just funny shit like that, and. I remember waking up the next day and like one of them had like thirty thousand views and like thousands of likes hundreds of comments i was like oh shit i'm like that's mm-hmm. crazy and then it kind of just starts snowballing from there i was doing more skits and then i started doing more like of the third eye spirituality stuff because i'm very in tune very spiritually you awakened you about person that hell yeah we'll dive in all into that and that's when it really started blowing up so like anytime i was talking about that stuff it would just go crazy and yeah. I was making like how to open your third eye videos, and that's what really did it. One of them got like over three million views, has like uh, half a million likes, like five thousand comments. It's still blown up to this day. I have to going. go
1: watch these things. It's me. crazy.
0: But the way I did it though, it was just consistently four to five videos a day, having good hooks, giving personality, showing them who I am, showing them that I'm the brand. I'm not just a niche, and I'm not just like advertising stuff. Man. Like. You gotta just be yourself and you gotta be consistent with it because otherwise it's not gonna work, you know. Amen.
1: I wish a lot more people knew that. Because you are literally spitting what I keep telling people all (laughs) day fucking long. Like
0: it's the same that's the thing, like it's the shit that most people already know, don't wanna hear, but it's like you know what you should be doing, but it's like you seeking this answer that you're trying to find is just like your way of making yourself. I feel
1: feel like like everybody You already know what to do is so boxed into, okay? this is how labels want it. This is how this person wants you to be perceived. This is how this one and you they don't give enough people the leverage to be themselves, be open and they. They Yeah, exactly. So So that's why that's what's great about these platforms, though, that it allows people to expand because you're not just a rapper. You also do your meditation. Mm -hmm. So now people are not just knowing you. Yeah. For your rapping, they're knowing you for you know your meditation. Mindset, yeah, and Things
0: that I'm like promoting to the youth and like encouraging people to do.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I wish a lot more people knew that, and I'm glad you brought that up. Now Hell going yeah. back that's to That's why the,
0: we do this, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I'm saying, Queen of the, the Trap, knowledge.
1: and that's why we only bring down fire here. Come on now. Oh yeah. So um, you know we were talking at. Th- we were talking about meditation before we even did this podcast. And I told you that I am somebody who struggles with this. I've tried it so many. I have ADHD, Mm. but you say that, you know, it's all about just getting into a state of mind. So tell me a little bit about how you got into this Uh and where you're at with it now.
0: So I, so I had like this whole spiritual awakening shit, um, like six years ago. And then I was meditating then just for the, I was fascinated by like this higher power that I'm connected to. The fact that God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is within me and I can access it and mm-hmm. open my third eye and like on some trippy shit, on some like fucking, I don't know, it's like the same reason why somebody wouldn't want to take shrooms or smoke DMT or do I've acid. Never. It was just, like the same thing. Like, what, like meditating, I can open my, th- I have another eye in my brain that I can open and yeah. access higher realms. Like I want to experience that, what the fuck? So I started doing that. But that was like, have
1: you ever actually done any of those things? Have you tried, you you, know, like holistics or anything like that?
0: Yeah, I've done shrooms like countless amount of times. How was it?
1: I need to know.
0: Every fun, but I'm terrified to do it. And they've brought me answers to my life and like where I was at in my journey at times that I really needed to know. And not that I needed them to figure it out, but. Anytime, like if you're ever going to take shrooms, do it consciously, do it with an intention, do it Somebody responsibly. Somebody me about
1: microdosing or something Microdose like
0: at first. I didn't ever just take a full dose. I was like taking like little half stems and eating them yeah. and um, microdosing them. So you kind of get a feel for what they do. They're just going to open up your mind a lot more, okay. but they're always going to bring you somewhere that you need to be, or they're going to bring you some information that you need to know. They're going to bring up things that you might have been suppressing questions that you have about yourself and your life and your path and your journey all these things will come yeah. to your mind you just have to be consciously aware and set the intention to be able to receive those downloads otherwise you're just gonna like trip and have fun and it's cool but then you don't gain anything out of it so i would say be intentional about it is what i would say
1: that's pretty cool i mean yeah. I, I queen of the trap djk dove i had yeah. my party day i'm still a party animal everybody yeah. knows that part but i mean i didn't That was the, those were the things that I never dabbled in. I was so scared to do it. They're intense. yeah. Because I I do take ADHD. Ecstasy was my thing back in the day (laughs) when I was in high school. I loved that shit, but I haven't done, I haven't done anything like that. I only smoke. I only drink. So I like to ask people those things because everybody's experience is different in it and it helps you in so many different ways. And, and we can't judge people off of, you know, the things that they do uh, Mm -hmm it might benefit you in some way and not yeah. benefit somebody else in another way. But yeah. I like to share these things because like I said, mm-hmm. I'm somebody who I don't know how to meditate. I yeah. have a struggle. So, so I like I wanted to know your journey. Yes.
0: So let me talk it. about that. So my real meditation journey started two years ago. It was the end of 2021. And i had been kind of going through a rough patch of myself in my life. Like at the time, and that was in the beginning of it that was like kind of after it but still feeling like i'm in it you know what i'm saying yeah. um and i just wanted to feel free from it i didn't want to feel so imprisoned by my struggles anymore and the things that were weighing me down that i was constantly battling within myself yeah and um i started learning about this guy named dr joe dispenza shout out to dr joe dispenza because you were the goat you changed my fucking life and i started listening to his testimonials and like watching his live events and like watching people's testimonials of like doing his meditations and work mm. watching his interviews of him explaining how i like, might what have his, watched like, the,
1: the names sounds so this, familiar
0: this is going to also make it so much simpler for you when you go to meditate and whoever's watching this if you like struggle meditating like definitely look into dr joe dispenza because he breaks it down in a way that it's like a little kid can understand it yeah and it takes so it, it really takes away that struggle from it and it unders it shows you how to go into it and actually do it properly and connect, you know? Yeah. And Nick, of course you gotta overcome certain things, but the way he breaks it down is really good. So I started looking into him and I was listening to him pretty much that whole year. And it wasn't until the end of the year, one day, I was just really going through it, really struggling with myself mentally, physically, energetically, just so many things, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try this. I went outside, I went, like went on a walk, I said a whole fucking prayer to the universe, talking to myself, like, mm walking by the trees and shit talking I like to the trees like, angels if you're here with me like I, I need this assistance right now I need I need a miracle I need this healing I yeah. go back in I find a meditation it was a guided meditation it was like 18 and a half minutes long I sit down and I do it and it was so hard and I'm struggling I'm struggling I'm struggling every thought in my mind is trying to get me to get up every urge and craving in my body is trying to get me to stop all the doubts the there's so much frustration and anger being built up my chest yeah. is tight i'm uncomfortable you
1: sound like me on the daily
0: so <laughs> so many Shit. things now right at the end of the meditation i suddenly realized i'm no longer battling myself i'm just yeah. super calm and zen, and i'm just breathing and i was just so present after i realized that instantaneously my soul shoots up i ascended i don't know where i went but i went a step up i feel like i went into the next yeah. dimension above this one so i guess the fourth dimension i go up and i'm like whoa like i felt that i just felt like what the fuck just happened and i'm looking around and i start seeing these like blue rays of energy around me and then i see this white swirling dust come down and just flow over me and literally all of the fucking pain and the stress and all the icky things i was feeling in that moment dissolved instantly gone like gone like the stress in my mind in my brain the emotional stress that the weight in my chest like the pain in my body that i was experiencing yeah. in certain parts of my body because stress is just so crazy like after time it could just start to fuck you up gone in an instant Dude, literally gone and i need that whole following week i felt like as if i had smoked a little bit yeah. or i was like microdosing shrooms because everything my vision was more vivid i was noticing this like light airy energy coming off of me i was just giggly and happy like very happy my heart was very open i was very in tune with myself yeah. It was like it changed my life and then from there on out i was doing it every day for like sometimes three to five times a day meditating because like just trying to get myself back into a natural state of being so you just got to do it you got to literally just get beyond those things that are trying to get you to stop you have to be greater than your mind because we're so powerful as human yeah. beings and we don't realize it because we we've either let certain things limit us or we've been conditioned to believe that a certain condition within ourselves or our minds or our bodies is impossible to reverse or it's controlling us in a way that I can't get to this part where somebody else might be able to get there I can only get here because of this thing you have to like unwire those thoughts and like reprogram your subconscious mind and then you can allow a new information
1: I need yeah. some of that in my life. I'm going I'm you're going to help me out with that cuz I don't I know how you. to do any of it.
0: That's what I do. I
1: you're going to have to walk me through it cuz man, <laughs> I don't know. And I've been really like when it comes to like when I said the microdosing and all that yeah. stuff. I've always heard about it, but yeah. and I'm somebody my my sweet 16, my favorite movie, my whole entire Alice yeah. in Wonderland. But people always told me you take acid it's gonna be a whole nother story watching that movie (laughs) and i'm like oh i don't want to do it then i don't want to ruin it for myself so like i've never i've just like never been so consciously able to get myself i just get like fear maybe it'll take somebody else to help me out though you know
0: yeah that's what I'm saying. Sometimes that's, you need somebody. That's guide interesting, to and I've you. and
1: I've never had somebody come on the podcast or interview mm-hmm. and talk about things like that. And yeah. that's some serious shit because we all have to release our stress somehow. Hey, yeah. DJK Dev likes to drink her beer. Uh, likes to drink her beer, but I mean, there's other
0: ways. There's that other you ways. Can. I would also say though is like sometimes like. And I don't no offense at all because I go through it myself sometimes with certain things, whether it be like indulging in like pints of ice cream every other fucking night. That
1: too. Or smoking
0: too much or whatever it is. Like... A lot of that shit is just stuffing it back down. It's not actually yeah. releasing it. So the thing is about meditating is when you're sitting there, you're not distracting yourself. You're not watching your TV. You're not consuming content. You're not smoking a blunt. You're not drinking a beer. You're not doing whatever. We've always
1: tried to smoke a blunt overeating, snacking, meditating. Though. You're
0: literally just sitting there with nothing but your own energy, your own thoughts, your own mind. I like that, that is where you are going to face that shit head on, and you've got to be ready. Like you got to just do it. And it, you'll realize that it's not. It's just thoughts and energy. There's nothing physically like holding you down or that's going to hurt you or anything. And you'll see like you just sit there and you meditate. You got to breathe through it too because like that's how you release. That's how you let the divine, like the universe come through you. It's like with the breathing.
1: That's something I work on a lot though is the breathing and stuff like that. That'll
0: help release the stress. I notice
1: that with anxiety and the ADHD. I work myself up and I'm like, yo, you just got to
0: breathe. Literally, you just got to 90% of the time I'm telling people like, it's okay, like just breathe. Like seriously, like take a few, deep breaths and just ground yourself but that's what it comes down to and then you'll see how that shit just it dissolves out, away from your being and then you feel so much better afterwards you're like oh my god like i would i would have just went and suppressed it and stuffed it down or ignored yeah. it held on to it and subconsciously i'm just not in a good energy but this is what i'm used to so at least mm-hmm. i can predict it because this is what i know See, and this is like, great
1: for like, and, and this is great because you're an artist who is yeah. into this, who knows how to get yourself, you know, into this zone. Because yeah. we work and even, in a stressful yeah. fucking world. We work yeah, in right. a, a, it's a stressful industry. We go through a lot. So,
0: a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. Yes. A lot of places to be in. So, talk I, I
1: commend like, you for that because, like, yeah. that's very hard. That's
0: another thing, too. It'll make everything, it makes your life so much easier. Like, if if you wake up in your morning you meditate i mean well you don't don't do it right away i like to do it a little bit later you could do it right away though or whenever you want but if you incorporate meditation into your morning routine you'll see how much more like patience and control over your own energy you have throughout the day like shit is not throwing yeah. you off like even if that coworker is a fucking bitch and you don't fucking like her and she's nasty yeah. okay cool but you'll you'll still remain in the on the frequency that you want to be in or like The triggers that you have, whether it comes from family or friends or things or traffic or whatever the fuck it is, like, will not be getting to you like that. You'll just be so in control and it feels so good. You feel empowered and you feel like nothing is taking your energy away. Whereas, like, if you sometimes if you just wake up and you just immediately start going throughout your day and you don't even feel right. And then like you're fucked up and then everything's robbing your energy and like, yep. and then you're like, fuck, I need to do this. I need to do that. I
1: well, have those you know? days. F- that, that was me today. I
0: mean, <laughs> and that's okay. You know, like
1: we get like that. I get
0: like that too. Sometimes like I was slacking on meditating for a long time and go, going back into old. No, ways I'm and coming to you like, about
1: these things now. You know? Cause like, I need some help with this. I got you. You man. know, that's
0: what I'm here for. That's what like. That's my whole thing. This is why we connect. This is why
1: we do these things. And once again, I'm glad that I'm having you down here today, and I'm glad that we're talking about all of these things. Oh yeah. Um, you uh, now as an artist. Um. You have a a big thing coming out soon. Yeah. Apparently, apparently in the two next days. 2 days. Two days let's I talk about it cuz I have some questions about this. You're okay. going to be on a huge platform. Yeah. Which means um you shot a video. I want to yes. I want to know who shot your video cuz I, I I feel like yeah. I I feel like Shout I already shot
0: by AHM. Hayden shot the video.
1: Oh, okay. Let's I start. thought it was going to be somebody else. But God. I know the people who, um, you know, work with world star and stuff like that. Yeah, so you're okay. going to be on world star, yes. which is yeah. dope let crazy. everybody know what the, what's the song called? What can we expect?
0: Yeah. So what kind
1: of track is it
0: February 22nd 2:22 22 PM true to myself produced written engineered mixed mastered by me will be on all platforms and it'll be a world star hip hop YouTube premiere and yeah it's just uh it's crazy so (laughs) exciting i made this song too it's funny because i wrote this song four years ago i wrote i wrote the beginning of the song four years ago i finished it three years ago and laid it all down recorded it and everything so it's like it's an old song but it's kind of like a timeless song yeah and it's um it's called true to myself but it's just about kind of like what it says doing like being true to yourself and your soul and your path and the things that happen along that journey so like yeah. the struggles that come with that people turning their backs on you like losing faith in you fake shit but you're still prospering you're still moving forward like you're facing your demons you're doing your shadow work you're doing the shit that you got to do to Heal your soul and elevate in life and get to where you want to get to. It's like really all about that. Literally. That's awesome. It's like a testimony for people well, who are I
1: better get it tomorrow, the like night that. before it drops, so I can put it on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I actually need that. a video drop too. We need, yeah. we need to get all that from you so that I could start Definitely. spinning your stuff. Um, but that's really exciting. Like I said, I yeah. know the people who do World Star mm. um speaking about Long Island will see. Um, Street Heat is one of our biggest Long Island natives. Okay, native I think I've South heard of Street Heat before. So um, Will C actually used to be the producer slash engineer for okay. DJ K Slay. Word. Um Rest in peace, DJ K Slay. Um, but Sam. he has been a Long Island native for all these years. He puts out all the, um, him and Tanner, they put out, all the music videos on world star so i was yeah. waiting to see if you were working with a long island native to put uh, it out but shout uh, out to those people because i'm gonna tap in with them yeah. now too i mean everybody puts out on there but that's a huge platform for you to oh. get on that's a big deal yeah especially for long island I know. man I
0: feel like it's just i feel like it's gonna definitely open doors and it's just gonna able to give me some more leverage as far as like what i do after that so like yeah even like this song does well and stuff it's gonna grab some attention get some more fans for me it's gonna like get people in the industry to notice me and stuff and then now once i get all that attention it's like boom when i drop another song and it's even crazier
1: it's gonna blow what, up even what's more i'm gonna
0: do you know yeah like, it's so it's insane it's definitely it's so crazy because like, this is what i've been dreaming for my whole life since i was literally eight years old and knew yeah. that i wanted to do this and now it's like the spark of what's really gonna like shake things up because i know it's not. i don't i'm not expecting it to be like 100 million views overnight yeah. i'm a superstar 8 million followers no but it's gonna hey if this, you
1: push it enough um, yeah
0: but what i'm saying is it's gonna this is like the spark this is like literally the spark that what's gonna lead to all, to of, that all of that automatically that's all
1: you to. need i'm telling you and uh, like i have been about. going through it since like i said since 2019 yeah. i'm telling you one thing is going to lead to the next just yeah. keep going just keep going above and beyond bigger than you did it the last time that's yeah. what that's what's gonna work yeah. that is absolutely what's gonna work so it's
0: insane it's like uh it almost doesn't feel real like i don't know It almost doesn't even feel like it's happening. It's, like, the weirdest thing. But it's, like, universe is like, nah, it's, like, it's time. Like, ready or not. So, like, get ready, you know?
1: I feel that way all the time. Anytime I come into a new project, I'm saying the same thing. Yeah. It always
0: brings a new energy, a possibility.
1: Absolutely. And how this can
0: change your life and where it can take you.
1: Now, what would you say? I'm going to do this into a two-parts because you are from Long Island. You're a Long Island artist. What would you say is the hardest part about... Being a Long Island artist and what is the best part about being a Long Island artist. But then I want to take it into another direction. What is the hardest part about working in this industry? And what is the easiest part about working in this industry? Or, right. or the most, I wouldn't say easiest. I don't want to say easiest. I want to say the most beneficial or rewarding part.
0: Okay. So for the Long Island part, I would say... I would say the best part, and this is kind of just me thinking off the top in the moment, I would say is um having the room and space to maybe find your sound because yeah. you don't have as many people or situations or things around you that are trying to influence your sound. I feel like yeah. being from a place like Long Island, especially if you're in Suffolk County, where it's like everything is just widespread out, there's We're not too very much diverse
1: out here. Too. It almost
0: gives you more room to like discover and find what you really like. And then in your own privacy and do that shit and find that sound. So I would say that's a benefit also just like, I don't know, having more like, well, I wouldn't say for networking purposes. Like it is, I think now is we're growing more than ever. I think for a while, it's like Long Island's kind of been like the, we were slept on
1: first. Yeah. We're we're called friggin' what suffering County,
0: right? That's what they call it.
1: (laughs) Suffering. And And I can't stress it enough. It's because
0: like now it's starting to change though. But I think,
1: So I would say the best
0: part would just be like having room to like, and clarity to like find yourself as an artist. Yeah. Just off the top thinking about it. Um, the worst thing or the hardest part I would say is like the networking aspect or like the growing or like trying to blow up out of long Island. And like, that would be like the harder part. Um, that's where I feel like going to the city can be beneficial and doing showcases just going to say that doing interviews or really utilizing TikTok and shit. And like, because the internet made everybody neighbors, all the lines Mm -hmm. on the map are blurred. Like, Everybody can Not see, it doesn't matter where you're from, anybody can see you. Um, if I could blow up on TikTok, anybody can blow up on TikTok just because it's consistency and put out good stuff. So that's what I would say for that. And as far as the next question, the most beneficial thing about the industry, I would say just being able to go to like, you could literally go to one event and meet so many people, network with so many people and these can be connects that are going to change your life
1: i am so glad you said i like this man already (laughs) because that is such a huge thing and i tell people this all the time it is not just about going doing what you have to do making your money and going home sometimes it takes you dishing out the money to go to an event to go shake these hands with these people to conversate with these people because that's something like i'm a i'm labeled as a dj but i don't just dj i go out and i shake hands with people to help build my brand and my business and i was just in a conversation with somebody the other day um and i want to bring this up because somebody was like well how is that going to benefit your dj career and i was like me shaking hands with all these artists is going to lead me to showcases it's going to lead me to events i could be on tour with these people i could be and not only that i have my music review shows i have this so me meeting you guys and doing all of it and that's why i like i i i can't stress it enough it's not about just your craft you have to go out there and you have to fucking meet people yeah you really do and
0: it's it makes it more fun too because you don't feel like you're just in your own little world Yeah, and world
1: you're home. not behind the computer or the phone all that's day how, like, long i
0: started feeling after a while I was like although of course like social media i feel like is like content is king like content if you push out enough content it's really good like you're going to get automatically get exposure yes. and people are going to know you but it's also good just like for your mind too and your soul, like to go out to these places, be in the environment, see, like, just like last night, seeing Bobby Shmurda and DJ Drewski right in front of my face and like seeing them. Oh, like, you were outside so with ins- them last night? Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Okay. It was a movie and just like opening for him and then performing and then knowing Jusky, that. Yeah, I
1: still need drop.
0: Doing that in the same place that he's coming to and like my name is on the flyer. Like, all these things, it puts you in the energy in the environment of yep. living that reality now. Even if you haven't quote unquote made it yet but yeah. i'm in the same room as all these people who as all these people who have made it or like yeah. the people who are coming up and it just raises your vibration you start getting more into the energy so then you can attract more possibilities to you Absolutely. as far as that kind of shit, so being on the scene it's like it's for your soul too it's like it, it keeps you motivated it's fun it's inspiring it's like you feel the expansion of life and what it can turn into so mm-hmm. that's definitely crazy i
1: relate to that i was just that um Crutch Galhoun event the other day and you know I'm at all these events all the time but yeah. I, I I can never remember a name I'll always remember a face I
0: am the same. but way. dude I <laughs> tell you I got funny. to
1: the studio and everybody walked up DJ K-, K Dev and I'm like my soul needed this yeah, like my yeah. soul needed this yeah. because I can't remember half your freaking names in this yeah, room right. but I know like but just the energy and like shaking hands with people, yeah. it, it will make you remember who they are yeah. and having these conversations with people and it's going to benefit your yeah. career. It's not always about the money. It's not always about getting to the next level. Yeah. There's always, there's always a way that we can all eat. Yeah. We have to help each other. And it
0: helps you too to like kind of realize who you are and how much potential yeah. you have. Like, yo, if I'm around these people and I'm doing my thing. I could just be like, one of them in my own form, in my own way.
1: Exactly. Without you guys, us DJs wouldn't be able to play music. Without any artists putting out music, we all need each other. So like that's why you have to utilize, and I can't stress it, and I'm so glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't believe in doing that. Mm. A lot of people just think, okay, I'm gonna post up a flyer, meet me there, hear me spin or hear me perform. and. Hope that you're gonna go and follow me. No, you it's gotta make effective. you gotta make impacts on people's lives yeah. and, you know, conversate. So nice. I really like that you said that.
0: Yeah. And I would to answer the last part of your question, yes. the hardest part I would say is um I would say the hardest part is not getting torn into things just because of like you're getting bribed to with like money or like it would be like to not get sold the dream that isn't what it seems because a lot of people fall for that Ooh, shit i'm so happy sell their soul and now they're in a bad deal or they're in a bad situation and they can't do anything that they, that they want to do anymore in the way that they want to do it and they're kind of screwed you know what i'm saying so that would be like the temptation to turn that shit down if you can do that then you're good like if if then they you really can't be touched in a way that's gonna fuck you up because you're already intuitive and aware of like what you're being offered and you know what to yeah. decline and you know who to interact with and work with so Absolutely. it would just be having the awareness of like who's really genuine with you and like my trying to help you or not
1: my ceo tells me this all the time that my, the ceo of my dj team you are a business person yourself you are allowed to turn down yeah. opportunity you may feel like uh, maybe i shouldn't have turned this down or maybe I sh- maybe i shouldn't have you know um worked or i should have worked with this artist even yeah. though i didn't um you know we have those scenarios we yeah. go through that shit. Mm-hmm. it is very hard um you have to just trust your gut yeah and you have to trust your mind body and soul hope you're making the right decision yeah. about things and
0: don't don't like I've had to turn her down too. a lot
1: of people too because
0: yeah. there's, there's gonna be something on the other side of that that's like could be way better that's waiting for you so yeah. there's a reason why this one thing didn't work out because it
1: might lead to something even better exactly you yeah. know
0: you just got to be open to receive keep going
1: yeah so um what makes your sound different from everybody else I would say that puts out music nowadays
0: um, I'm really just being myself and making it a sound that I genuinely love. I'm not trying to really fit into any kind of image or any kind of trend or what's hot right now, although I might incorporate certain things. I think I just really express who I am through my music. I express what I believe in. I express what I stand for. And I do it in a way that just sounds like me based off the people who inspired me and I I'm really just trying to, like, uplift people and, like, open up people's minds and connect them to something greater that's within them. Because, like I said, as human beings, we're not just human beings. We're so much more. This is just, this is the skies. This is just, like, this one lifetime, this one dimension that we're in. And there's so much fucking more to this shit. And uh, we all have it. You know, we're all living legends walking this earth. Some of us are just asleep to that. So I would say that's, like, kind of what stands me out from most other people where a lot of other people were like the mainstream thing is always just like flexing and clout yeah and money jewelry cars clothes hose right and like yep. that stuff is cool i'm not against it
1: and we we're gonna talk about it all day long deeper, but
0: and i like to put that into my music so i would say that's like the main thing right there Nice. hell yeah
1: now aside from all this music stuff um do you have any other things going on in life like do you have yeah. any businesses um anything that you're involved in
0: Oh, uh, not so much. I wouldn't say on the business side of things right now. It's like music is the main business. Okay, that's.
1: Do you do that full time? By the way, that was well. I didn't get what, to that music right now. Yeah,
0: pretty much because I don't work a job, but like I do DoorDash mm-hmm. on the side just okay, to like cool. keep myself financially afloat. You know what I'm saying? Until
1: because you know, all the wo- coming
0: in and shit like that.
1: Rappers, DJs, we gotta have yeah. some sort of side job no, too. No, of course. You know?
0: Yeah, no, I DoorDash like three nights a week, so I do that. Nice. Um, I'm transitioning in my life right now in like a few like ways, like I'm about to move into my first apartment, like live.
1: Congratulations.
0: So that's gonna be dope. Um just to have my own space and be in my own energy and like that'll just help me become more of myself. More focus. And things, you could
1: build yourself a studio up in there. You you know? There's nothing
0: holding me back or weird energy, whatever it is. Um so yeah, no, it's really just those two things, but like It's so much more than those two things because the whole music thing is going to open up so many doors and like plans that i want to do like once i yeah what what are
1: you i was gonna say where do you see yourself in the next 10 years and what what is next for you
0: yeah so like definitely making a huge impact on the world and then hip-hop and rap music and just music in general um kind of changing the narrative changing the scene changing the mindset changing the reason why people do it um and things like that how they express themselves through it just in a more genuine authentic way in a more positive way too um but i also want to like venture on to certain things like i want to have like a fire fucking breakfast cafe breakfast brunch cafe where it's like real healthy like organic foods and like that specializes in oats because i make fire oats like Oatmeal, to most people who don't really understand oats, sounds yeah. gross and mushy. But, like, Yeah. when you are, like... You scared me you, over here. No, because your- I make them homemade, and, like, I make them taste like a fucking dessert. If I were to make you a bowl of my oats, like, I have a few different recipes, like, crazy recipes. I have, like, a double chocolate, like, with peanut butter in the middle. Tastes like a fucking Reese's cup. It's fire. It's not mushy. It's not gross. It's, like... It's far You can make them into like a little cake. It's like crazy shit that you could do. Like, Alright,
1: you're gonna have to make me something. I want to so do I that. I
0: want to have like a Element J's fucking breakfast cafe. Like specializes in like different types of exotic oats and shit. Like Ooh, <laughs> something crazy. I like, like that. that. Um, I feel like I maybe want to dive into like the maybe like the meditation a little more too. That kind of stuff and like. Do, like hosting like live events or like retreats for people who like yeah. feel like they're lost in life and want to go like find themselves and like i'll be there connect shit. back with their heart and their soul and shit. um even like herbs and like herbal medicine holistic medicine maybe dive into that like i really yes. just want to help people and like make like i said just a really huge impact in this world and like a very uplifting positive way oh i like
1: yeah. that I got a lot of things in common. That that's awesome. I really like. No, I really like that. I'm so glad. Um, now, um, I already asked aside from music, what you plan on. All right, you said what's next? Where can we find you? Mm -hmm. Um, let everybody know what projects you have coming up, what you're dropping, Mm um, and yeah.
0: so you can find me on Instagram at element J underscore so that's the word element the letter J underscore you can find me on TikTok at element J twitter elementj underscore although i'm not really active on twitter maybe i should start doing that i don't know i
1: i maybe don't it. let people know <laughs> i don't let people know i have a twitter because that's like okay so you got your meditation djk dev got her twitter that's where i go and talk <laughs> all my shit that's the diary that's the no it literally for yeah, the you past my
0: diary like the for the past
1: day. 10 years that has been my diary so i don't like people knowing i have a twitter because that's very good talking shit, yeah, but
0: You're a shit but, yeah. yeah you can find me on there you can find mean all streaming platforms element space j uh beware there is like another element j or two so like there are some songs out that kind of tend to mix into my catalog that aren't mine yeah kind of throws me off i'm trying to work on how to get those songs out it really today i think they have to claim their songs they might not have songs claimed claims on yeah i made sure i did like this process on Distrokid where where i was like apple music artists and spotify where yeah. i was getting rid of the ones that weren't mine but then there's like one or two more that are still showing up that I had no control of getting rid of. Yeah. But that's besides the point. All streaming platforms, LM&J, uh new song dropping February 22nd. If you're seeing this video, because I don't know when this is going to drop, it might already be out by now. So if it is, uh, go stream that everywhere. Go tune into World Star Hip Hop YouTube and go check out the music video shot by AHM. Uh, I'm also doing a free PlayStation 5 giveaway right now for a whole month, and it's going until March 15th. And all you got to do is head over to my Instagram and find the post. Four simple steps. It's completely free. Brand new PS5. Somebody's going to win it. And if you pre-save my new song, you have two more days to do that. Then you get a double entry into it. So when I do the raffle, you'll have two tickets in there. So there's a double the possibility that you get picked for it. I don't
1: have a PS5, so <laughs> uh, I might have to do Shit, this. like, yeah, because it's going to be completely
0: have. random and genuine and authentic. Like, I, I'm just going to probably going to do, like, tickets in a in a... Bowl or something i'm just gonna i'll probably do it on video too just go through it and then pick it boom winner
1: those are so much fun i love things like that
0: yeah and then i just you can definitely expect new music from me soon after this release too probably shortly after this release um yeah i'll leave it at that for now
1: well it was great to have i thank you so much for coming down you I literally you, yeah, you gave us so much insight on so many things like i've learned a lot from you today and i appreciate you coming down and i thank you for allowing me to interview you
0: no, likewise seriously it was dope you
1: heard it first it's the queen of the trap podcast one-on-one exclusive interviews i'm djk dev this is element j and we are out peace peace